Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators. I have a super fun topic today. We're going to be talking about self-pleasure, which really is, I guess, another term for masturbation. I just don't like that word. I don't think that it's, I don't know if it sounds too technical or if it just sounds harsh, (laughs) but um, I like the term self-pleasure better. And it really speaks to what we're going to be diving into today because it really is all about pleasure. Um, This was sort of motivated by a question that someone asked me. I occasionally put things out on Instagram asking people, you know, what would you like to hear from me and things like that. And I put something out about my um, uh, eight week sexuality course that's coming up. And I'll tell you all about that at the end of this episode. But I have been wanting to refresh it because it's going to be opening again at the end of this month. And um, so I wanted to make sure that it had everything in it that people are looking for. And somebody asked me um, about masturbation. Is it okay? Um, Should we feel guilty for it? And it really helped me revisit some of the things that I used to feel, some of the things that I used to experience, what I've worked through, and to um, help me cue into what other people are going through. Uh, Maybe you are one of them who still feels you know, that self-pleasure, touching yourself sexually is not right. Or maybe, maybe you feel like it is okay and it is right. And yet at the same time, you kind of uh, don't, you know, maybe you feel guilty for it. So we're going to be diving into all of that. Um, and we're also going to be talking about porn. We're going to be talking about, um, you know, how to get through guilt And, um, yeah, all of that. So let's dive in. Is your pleasure pleasurable? And in saying that it's, it makes us dive deeper into understanding, you know, it's not just masturbation. We're not just, you know, um, trying to get off so that we can go to sleep or whatever, (laughs) whatever our habits are. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but is it actually pleasurable? Are you actually enjoying yourself? Or are you tuning out and kind of going through the motions? Um, and this is an important question because I really feel that sexuality on a conscious level uh, can be life transformative. It can be life changing. And that doesn't just mean sex with other people. That means all of our sexual um, desires, all of our sexual actions. And that includes, you know, um, bringing pleasure to our own bodies and masturbating and things like that. So 
if it's not pleasurable, let's talk about this. What keeps it from being pleasurable? I think it boils down to a couple different things. Um, the first one is a lack of presence. So if we are not feeling pleasure when we're touching ourselves, when we're masturbating, when we're um, exploring sexually at all, it often is because we're not present with it. This is true across the board. I talk about it a lot in terms of um, being with other people, but it's very much true when we are pleasuring ourselves. We do the same things with other people, and of course we do, that we do with ourselves. And so if we're not exploring ourselves, if we're not enjoying the process, we're also not um, likely going to be doing that with other people. So it's a really good practice to get to know yourself and to be present with yourself as you're exploring and as you're enjoying yourself. And so, you know, here's something that I do. This is actually really fun. Um, I set sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I set up my self-pleasure time as an actual date with myself. And this might sound cheesy, but I'm cheesy. So, you know, that's fine. Um, I'm kind of dorky like that sometimes, but I legitimately do. I like candles. Um, I tend to, you know, it, it varies. Sometimes I like music, sometimes I don't, but I really set the scene up and the whole stage up for myself. And I go into it with you know, as if I were with a partner, I'm not just going to jump in right away all the time. You know, sometimes I do, but other times, you know, I'll take a shower and I'll really use nice lotions on my body and just set the stage up. I'll touch my entire body, right? I'll, I'll turn myself on in many different ways. Um, before I go straight to, you know, getting down to business, <laughs> I should have warned everyone that this is maybe a more explicit um, episode, but whatever, you guys get the idea. So I really set the stage up and I really involve all my senses and just enjoy myself fully. And I don't rush, you know, I make sure that I have plenty of time to just enjoy myself. And I think that is so important even if you're in a relationship and I have done this, I'm not currently in a relationship, but even when I was in a relationship, I definitely went into this and, you know, would do self pleasure ceremonies essentially. Um, in fact, bringing up the topic of ceremony, sometimes this is a really nice thing to do on a full moon or a new moon, right? When we're doing a ceremony for other things, this is a really good thing to incorporate is self-pleasure because this is where we get into sex magic. And I'm not going to go too deeply into sex magic here, but essentially when our bodies are lit up, we can manifest so many good things because that's really the avenue is through feeling good, right? So, and by the way, I do go into sex magic in my online course that I'm going to be launching. So just be, um, be aware of that. That's something that I do talk about more in depth in that course. So 
really going into that self-pleasure can, like I said, it shifts your life so much and it can be something that you incorporate into ceremony in other ways. Um, you know, if you're doing a money ceremony, if you're doing a full moon ceremony, if you're doing a, any sort of manifestation or clearing ceremony, this is just such good energy to get involved in is that self-pleasure. So um, let's talk about reason number two, why people tend to not feel pleasure when they are self-pleasuring, when they're masturbating um, and enjoying that. It's guilt, <laughs> right? A lot of people feel guilt. They feel guilty around self-pleasure. This used to be true for me. In fact, orgasm, up until I had my awakening um, and a little bit after my awakening, which was seven years ago, I, by the way, wow, it's been seven years, almost exactly. Cause I, my awakening really started at the end of September in 2012. So that's really cool. Um, I had a little memory lane for a moment there, but you know, definitely before my awakening and even a few months into my awakening, um, I would feel guilty every time I had an orgasm. Um, of course the moment it feels good, but then almost before it even, before I even stopped climaxing, I would start to feel that guilt and it would just kind of creep in and, and my heart would be sore. And I just, I had really been trained throughout my life to not allow and not enjoy sexual pleasure, to believe that it was wrong anytime it was outside marriage. And honestly, I feel that that sort of belief system and that sort of training would have carried into my marriage, even if I, um, you know, if I had gotten married and done it the way that my previous religion, you know, believed was right, I still think I would have felt guilty. I think that there was just so much guilt around sex and sexuality that it was directly connected with guilt for me. And so how did I get past that? Um, and, and how, you know, and before this um, podcast, I meditated, how do people get past that guilt? There are a ton of different ways and it's going to be a little bit different for everybody, but it essentially comes down to just being conscious and connected with yourself on a different level, right? So guilt is from the mind. Guilt comes from the mind. Even if we feel it in our bodies, it's something that comes from the mind and it's all about conflicting belief systems. So if we've got a belief system that says um, sex is wrong and, you know, I, it, we should feel bad about it and a belief system that says, well, maybe sex is great and maybe it's really good to bring our bodies pleasure. So we've got those two conflicting beliefs and we act on both of them at the same time. And it creates this sort of schism inside of the mind where it's trying to reconcile those two conflicting beliefs. And that's where guilt comes up. So guilt is sort of this little red flag that says, hey, you've got a conflicting belief, which means you're out of alignment. And that's really all it means. And out of alignment just means that there's something in the mind that can be sort of cleared so that we can feel 
um, present with ourselves. So if we've got guilt coming up, it's really often because of a belief system that's not ours that we are trying to reconcile with our current belief system. Um, and when I say it's a belief system that's not ours, what I mean by that is it, it's not ours inherently. We didn't, uh, we didn't think of it ourselves <laughs> oftentimes, you know? And so these conflicting belief systems, they kind of get, um, a little bit caught up until we're able to reconcile it. So how do we then reconcile it? We can look... <sighs> It's a really, I'm going to give you a few different practices, specific practices. And the first one really just comes down to being in tune with yourself on a higher level. So you can tune into your higher self. Um, you can tune into your heart. You know, these are kind of different names for similar things uh, because we connect to who we are on the expanded level through the heart. So when we connect to ourselves, um, just in general, it doesn't even have to be specifically about sexuality, but when we connect to ourselves in general, we are going to have stuff come up and clear that isn't ours, that isn't in alignment with who we truly are. That's going to happen both naturally and you can sort of, you know, find it um, and allow it to release. Okay, so just getting in tune with yourself on an expanded level, getting in tune with your higher self, being present, being conscious and aware in each moment, um, tuning into your heart and asking your heart, like, what's going on and what do you really feel about this? Higher self, heart, what is, what is, my, real, what is my real alignment with this particular action that I'm doing? And why does it not feel good? And I'm going to give you, this is pretty advanced. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there and, um, and see how it goes. But it has been revealed to me that the heart, the true heart, never feels bad. Never feels bad. So even if we're doing something that's out of alignment and it feels like it's aching in our heart, that's our emotional heart. Our true heart never feels bad, ever, about anything. And I know that's a lot. Our heart can feel bad when it's sort of shut down. And then when we're shut down in that area, we do things that are out of alignment. But our true heart never feels bad, okay? So then the question comes to mind, how do we navigate um, you know, life if we don't have this idea of good and bad? Well, that gets really in-depth. But just trust that once we clear the heart space, it's only going to pull us toward things that are beneficial for the all. It really doesn't pull us toward things that aren't beneficial for everyone. And this is good to know in terms of sexuality because sex and sexuality can be sort of this Pandora's box that we open up and we kind of don't know what we're getting into. And it can, you know, it connects us to those really deep primal desires at times. Um, it can also connect us to these transcendent places. And that is really important to know because it is so, you know, there, it's a portal to so much expansion that it's 
it makes sense that a lot of people are afraid of it. Really, truly, it makes sense. Um, just know that when we tune into the heart, the true heart, one, it's never going to feel bad, right? So we're not using good and bad as our guidance system. We're using pure presence and the presence through the heart to guide us to what's truly in alignment with what our soul wants. So this, I just said a lot. It might not sound like a lot, but this is pretty advanced understanding of consciousness. And so take your time learning this, right? Don't be upset with yourself if you're still feeling bad about certain things, because it does take time to get through that. Understandably, we have a lot of training, right? That teaches us go into the mind and figure things out. That's really not how this works moving forward. So we want to connect with our higher self, with our inner truth, and decide from there what it is that really feels right for us. So if you're experiencing guilt, to bring this back to self-pleasure, if you're experiencing guilt, tune into your higher self, tune into your heart, and really feel what is it that's going on here? What are your conflicting beliefs around what you're doing? And then what does your heart feel about this? And what does your higher self experience around this? And get your guidance from there, not from the mind. Okay. So to get past guilt, um, another thing that you can do, especially after you've done that exercise, you know, connecting to your heart and your higher self, you can look for evidence to support the belief that is in alignment with your truth. So if I believe that if I have guilt because I believe that sex is bad and I also believe that sex is awesome and really good for me and I tune into my heart and my heart says, this is great. You're expanding and sex is wonderful and be sure that you're in your heart because it's going to feel really good when you do that. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for evidence in my life and in the life of other people that supports this. And this is something that I learned from um, Manifestation Babe. So I wanna give a little shout out to her because um, this, this practice is something that I use for manifesting. I look for evidence to support a new belief that I want to foster because everything in our reality is quantum based. It's based on our focus. So if I have, if I tune into my heart and I find a belief that's really in alignment with who I am, then I'm going to go out and look for evidence to support that. So I'm going to start aligning myself with people who believe that sex is beautiful or with people who support me being in my heart and loving myself and not being ashamed of my sexuality. So I'm going to look for evidence that this is true. Also, you know, what's another form of evidence that this is true? I could look for experiences that I've already had that show me that my sexuality is a huge gift that opens new um, vistas of spirituality, new expansion. And, and I'm going to bring my focus, turn my eyes away to the things that make me feel bad and turn them toward the things that work and the things that make me feel really good, right? So look for evidence in your world and in the worlds of others who are, that, that supports 
your new belief that you're fostering that's more in alignment with your truth. Okay. And the third thing that you can do, and this is also a practice that I often recommend is connect with your genitals and ask your genitals, what is going on? And is there, is there pain connected to this belief system that is causing me guilt? Is there, um, a story that's connected to it? Can we move through that? Can we work through that story and create new stories? right? And talking to and connecting with your genitals and listening to what they have to say to you is a really beautiful practice. And it's pretty simple. Um, lay down as if you're, you know, relaxing or meditating and you're going to, it helps to place your hands on your genitals. So place your hands there and then just tune in and ask a question and listen, listen really well, listen very, um, you know, with a clear mind, listen, and then trust what comes through and maybe journal about it, you know, write it down. Um, you can also do this, you know, purely through writing. If you want to ask a question and then tune into your genitals and, and listen for the answer and then write that down, you're going to make some huge discoveries. If you do this, this is a really transformative practice. So those are three ways to, to get through your guilt. If you're experiencing guilt around your sexual pleasure, those are three suggestions that I have. There is a lot out there, uh, a lot of different practices and ways for people to work through their guilt and shame. So I just would you know, encourage you to try these three exercises. If you've got intense trauma, there are a lot of different resources for that. The one that I recommend the most, um, that I have had the most uh, movement with, you know, is TRE. And that is the trauma release through um, tremoring. And it is really, really helpful. I find that one so, so profoundly helpful. So, okay, let's move on. <laughs> What is another thing that keeps people from experiencing pleasure during self-pleasure? And I talked about a lack of presence. I want to talk about porn a little bit because porn is, I don't have a blanket rule about porn. I really don't. Some people are strongly against it. Some people are, you know, all about it and it's great and embrace it. I'm somewhere, you know, I'm really going to say it's different for every person, depending on where you are in your path. There are times when I don't watch it. There are times when I do. There are different things that feel okay. And then other things that don't feel okay. And I have this practice. <laughs> um, and I'm laughing because, uh, you know, recently I've had a few people, um, you know, sort of tease me a little bit in a really, really loving way about being so optimistic and, um, and joyful and loving around this stuff. This is, this is real. This is really how I am. You guys, I, I really do love this much. <laughs> and, um, but one of the practices that I do with porn is I actually thank the performers. So I send positive energy to the, to the actors or the performers in the porn. And I say, thank you for providing this for me. 
Um, and I especially do that after orgasm, you know, because I think that so many people have guilt around orgasm that, um, they're possibly sending out that guilty energy or that shameful energy. And I want to bring balance to that by sending loving energy and gratitude, um, to the performers. So all that being said, essentially porn is really different for every person, depending on where you are. For some people, it is incredibly damaging and you should just stay away from it. Right. For other people, it's something fun that can be exploratory. I do think that there is some porn that's just really not good. It's, you know, demeaning and nobody's really having fun. And it's coming from a place of, um, you know, wanting to kind of cause self-harm or harm to others, which is really self-harm. So, you know, be choosy with what you're viewing because it does go into your mind and your psyche. Um, but oftentimes, and the reason that I bring porn up in this particular podcast episode is because sometimes it's a, it creates a lack of presence. Sometimes we go into masturbation. We're like, I just want to get this done you know, which is really kind of a funny attitude to have. Um, but you know, we do this and then, uh, we're using porn as a way to kind of check out from ourselves and just tune into the mind and have the body react to it. And it's a fascinating thing that we can watch something and have our body respond to it. It really is. That's, that's pretty cool. But, um, I would say if you are feeling that that's the only way that you can get off, then stop, you know, then stop watching it. Also, if it's interfering with anything in your life, then stop watching it. Um, you know, again, just use your inner compass, use your heart to know what's best for you. And I would say, and this is something that, you know, not to scare anybody off, but if you enroll in my sexuality course, one of the first things that I tell people is no porn, you know, don't watch porn for the next eight weeks that you're taking this course. Discover yourself in a new way. Discover yourself in a way that opens you and, and makes you very present with yourself. It's sort of like dating yourself, right? And, um, so to move on from porn and to go into really, you know, using self-pleasure as the deepest pleasure that we can think of yourself as your own lover. And, you know, just like in partnerships, sometimes you watch porn together. Sometimes you don't, maybe you're totally against it. That's fine. But are you really going to be doing it all the time? You know, no, you don't want that. You want to be able to tune into your partner or your partners. And so back off from the porn for a little bit and really be present with yourself and relearn and rediscover or perhaps discover for the first time what feels good, what feels good to your body. So like I said, sometimes with my own self-pleasure, I love giving you guys all the details. Sometimes I listen to myself and I'm like, oh, here I go again. I'm telling anybody who's listening all my personal information, but that's okay. So sometimes I do go into um, a self-pleasure session as if 
it's hot and heavy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of crazy. Sometimes I get really turned on just by life, not even by another person, just by living. I get really turned on and my energy is just ecstatic and I want to self-pleasure sexually and I'll be so excited that I'll just go into it and it just is like, you know, five minutes and I'm done. There are other times when I want to explore and I want to rediscover myself because I'll tell you guys, we are changing all the time. If you haven't discovered this, if you think that your sexual interests are the same as they were five years ago, think again, because they're not. We are always shifting. We're expanding. We're changing. And with that, our body our, our biochemistry, our, our thoughts, um, our spiritual desires, those are all going to be changing. And so rediscovering ourselves and what we desire and what we like takes some time to do that because it's going to be shifting throughout your lifetime. So I like to give myself time to explore, to really be present with myself, to really feel what I'm wanting that particular day. Sometimes I just want touch, you know, even just for myself. Sometimes I just want to touch my own body. I want to smell good things. I want to feel sensual. I want to have all of these different sensory experiences. And it doesn't necessarily need to end in orgasm, even when I'm by myself. It's kind of cool. So this is, you know, really well-rounded. And if, if you need to, if it helps cue you into it, think of yourself as your own lover, right? So either have a fun quickie with yourself or have an expanded lovemaking session with yourself with new discoveries. Because just like when you're with a partner, when you're with yourself, new discoveries can always be made. They can always be made. Don't be goal oriented. <laughs> and that's what I was just talking about. That's kind of um, another way to treat yourself like a lover. I'm looking at my little list right now. Don't be goal oriented. Um, and I was just mentioning that, you know, sometimes I go into a self pleasure session and I don't even care if I get off. I just want to feel that ecstatic those ecstatic feelings in my body. I just really want to feel like, mm, so good. And I want to feel beautiful and I want to feel lit up from the inside. And those are my goals, right? And those happen in the present moment. There's, I'm not goal oriented. I'm not doing something for, um, it's not a means to an end. It's really just to enjoy the process. So with yourself, don't be goal oriented. Take your time and explore. All of these things can be done with yourself. So, you know, to, to just kind of leave you with something, something to think about, I'd really like you to explore the idea of your self-pleasure being so good, being something that's so good for you that it lights up the world, that when you go into self-pleasure, you are actually serving the all that is. You're serving greater, the greater humanity. You're contributing beautiful energy to yourself, which shines into the world. And so really let this be a ceremony. Let this be a sacred practice, something that you do that not only do you not feel guilty for because you are working through those, those conflicting beliefs, 
but you actually feel incredible about. And, you know, some of this is going to take a little bit of self-discipline, right? Because we do default to these old programs and then we feel guilty for them because they're conflicting with something that we know is deeper, something that's trying to emerge. Remember when we feel guilt, it's just those conflicting beliefs and it's a, it's a signpost that says, Hey, I'm ready to expand beyond this. There's something else trying to emerge that wants to be seen, that wants to be present. And it's not working with what I've done before. So let yourself really, you know, maybe have a little bit of discipline around this and enjoy self-pleasure in a way that really is actually pleasurable. Okay, so I'll leave you with that. I also want to let you know that I am now, um, I have now released a, uh, losing my train of thought here. I have now released a meditation for self-pleasure for experiencing pleasure in every moment. And you can get that with the link that I'm leaving down below in the um, description of this podcast. And I will also have it on my website. So if you sign up on my email newsletter, you receive this, um, this meditation for experiencing pleasure in every moment. And it's a very short meditation, guided meditation. It's, I want to say about three or four minutes, um, but it's really, really good at getting us into the practice of experiencing pleasure in every moment. Okay. So just either go to my website or follow the link down below this video uh, or this um, podcast, and you will find that free download for the meditation, for the guided meditation. Also, if you would like to learn more about my eight-week sexual awakening course, go ahead and let me know. You can either sign up on that email. Um, by the way, if you receive the, uh, the self-pleasure meditation, you're also going to receive information about um, this course. So you can sign up with that link, and I'll leave all of these links down below. Have a beautiful, pleasurable day and pleasurable week until the next time that I talk to you. And feel free to reach out to me with any uh, questions, concerns, comments. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, or you can email me. And uh, I think that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Lots of love. Expand your light. Bye.